Yeah, we have like a couple mixes in here, so oh okay, so yeah, we no use them. To, yeah. okay. No, we use them to fill time sometimes. Right. Yeah, welcome everybody to the number one rated business show. We ain't started that. No, you go. got two minutes. <laughs> I'm Beyonce. This your boy Drake. Yo, what's up? This is Gucci Mane. Hey, this what? is Rihanna. Keep it locked to my station. Real 1100 AM. Giving you more of the real. This is Casey Pride from the number one rated business show, letting everybody out there know you can now catch us on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from three to four. Make sure you tune in. Dial the real 1100 AM. The real, 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 real. You tuned into WWE. AM 1100. The following program is paid for by Influencer 365. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of this station, its management, or the Beasley Media Group.
And we are back right here on the number one rated business show. I'm your host, KC Pride. And we are here at a brand new time on a brand new day. Yes, it is Monday at 3 o'clock, and you're going to be able to catch us all week long, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 3 p.m. You are listening to UNT The Boss, and that is life, the new single we will be dropping in 2022. Woo, it is so good to be back. Special thanks to Michelle Taylor Willis for jumping in and hosting the show for me last week. She helped me get my first FCC violation without even being here. So thank you so much. No, you cannot cuss. On real 1100 AM. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get that one out of the way. As always, I got a couple of quick announcements for everybody out there. Uh, to all my men who are out in the Douglasville area, I want you to stop by 6405 Fairburn Road. Go see my favorite barber, Melvin Bowden at Studio 1211. He said, come in, let him know KC Pride sent you, and he's going to give you a free cut on me. But I ain't going to pay for it. <laughs> Also, the mastermind session, we are closing our mastermind sessions for this year. Uh, you got one more chance to get involved. If you want to be involved in these mastermind sessions, I want you go to, I want you to go to the rockstarofbranding.com. You can sign up, you can register right there and be a part of our mastermind sessions. We got a great show for you guys today in studio with me. <sighs> He'll up become a celebrity to the area. <laughs> Mr. Black Wall Street himself, Mr. Matt Hampton. How are we doing today, sir? Hey, man. Thanks so much for having us here today. I appreciate that uh, that gracious comment there. <laughs> I thank you so much for joining me in studio today, man. How you been? We've been good, man. We are excited. Uh, we're getting ready to host the Blackest Black Friday uh, at the new Black Wall Street market next week. We've been... Uh, learning and growing uh for the last three weeks we've been doing our soft openings friday through saturday uh, and we are a hundred percent uh sold out at the new black wall street market in terms of uh inline suite so it's good stuff happening out in stonecrest georgia now, 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 now tell everybody what's going on out there and tell everybody about black wall street because it's kind of been a little bit of a secret around atlanta it's like you kind of hear about it but then you don't know what's going on and then you kind of know so <laughs> so tell folks everything about it you can just start from the beginning and, and just kind of break it down for folks and why this is so important to this area. No, I, I'm glad to. It's exciting. Uh, and, and the new Black Wall Street market is the latest development here in the Atlanta area. Uh, and that development uh, is a creation of our founder, Mr. Lee Sester Bill Allen. Okay. Uh, for the last 20 years, Lee Sester Bill Allen uh, has been here in the Atlanta area working to make more black millionaires through the Allen Entrepreneurial Institute. Wow. Uh, and so for 20 years, he's taken his wealth and his intelligence, and he built a, a massive 150-acre campus where we bring young people from all over the world to learn about entrepreneurship and the real mindset that it wow. takes to become a multimillionaire. And so in the last six years, he's been looking at how do I really move that needle forward? And so the Allen Entrepreneurial Institute under Mr. Allen's leadership acquired over 300 acres of prime commercial land in the city of Stonecrest, wow. uh, which is actually the grounds for the International Wall Street Village. Uh, and so we have a mixed-use development uh, that will begin happening in the next five to 10 years. But as we were Man. looking at uh, the Donald Floyd situation and, and just coming off of the heels of our 
former administration. I'll just say that. Uh, Mr. Allen said, as we come up on the 100th year anniversary of when the original Black Wall Street was burned, Matt, we need to have a solution for the country. Oh, yeah. And so we started a year ago uh, the process of renovating a 125,000 square foot Target building to become the modern day new Black Wall Street market. Uh, and so we took that building and we created 17 different ways for you to eat and have a great dining experience and over 100 different retail shops where you can come and you can actively support black businesses. And so it's exciting for us to be here with you today because the folks that need to hear about it and oh, not yeah. make it a secret, <laughs> you you got that audience. And so we're excited now, that uh, we're here talking to you about the new Black Wall Street market today. None tell me. Over the last, uh, I would definitely say over the last 10 years, there has been such a huge push for entrepreneurship in the black community like Correct. we have not seen before. You know, I even grew up in the era of, Go to school, get a college education, get you a nice job and all this type of stuff. Didn't work out for me, but <laughs> <laughs> entrepreneurship did. You made some but, right. But why why do you think this big shift in 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 the black community now? Why is it now we're really starting to see the, the power and the importance of entrepreneurship in our communities? Well, I think it's a generational thing. You know, our our parents' dream was to get that great job and reach stability and get to the middle class. You know, you and I are kind of in that same uh, generation. We'll just leave it there. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but but we came up in a generation where that wasn't all that we wanted. We wanted okay. a little bit more. And I think our young people now that are coming up, when you look at Gen Zers and millennials, they have even more entrepreneurial aptitude. They have so many more resources. Oh, yeah. uh, and they have the ability to use technology to become entrepreneurs. So there are no barriers. You know, I, I, I try to convince my kids to go to school. They were like, Dad, you all about entrepreneurship. I don't need that. I can figure out how to get rich. And I remember having that same conversation with my mom, like, I ain't going to school because I'm going to get rich off doing this, this business. I hear you. And so, you know, I think every generation, we just become a little bit more entrepreneurial. Okay. Uh, we have that desire to have a little bit more than that nine to five will provide. And then the resources are there. I mean, a young person can get their phone and go edit. And oh, if you're man. aggressive, you can start making money right away. You put it a couple so things many, together. It, it, it <laughs> is so many ways to legally make money this day and age it is ridiculous mm -hmm. like if you're not making money something wrong with you i'm sorry mm -hmm. it, 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 it is what it is yeah now when, when we started to talk about entrepreneurship we started to talk about things in our community one big thing like me and you were talking uh once before uh, uh one big thing that we see a lot of us we think we create businesses but a lot of times we create jobs right we create this 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 kind of like solopreneur night trap yeah. or, or this little trap that we put ourselves in what is it that you guys are doing to try to aid these these new level of entrepreneurs and these young folks that y'all are starting to inspire into entrepreneurship to make sure they don't fall into those pitfalls. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're extremely accurate in that assessment. You know, everybody knows that we've had tremendous growth in the minority community in terms of entrepreneurship, particularly with the sisters. I mean, they have done oh, it, right? Man. So black women have, have, have led. I gotta that be charge. honest. I coach a lot of women. Yeah. They don't want And, and, and the women is killing y'all dudes. Y'all don't listen. Y'all don't follow. Y'all don't do your homework. I can't hold y'all accountable. Then y'all want to tell me what how to do something. Why you come to me in the first place? I mean, even at the New Black Wall Street Market, out of the hundred or so business owners we have there, I would say probably eighty-five to ninety percent are women. Uh, and so again, salute. That's great. Uh, but so often, your statistic that that, that you quoted, almost eighty percent of of black businesses in this country have one employee, and that's the owner. 
And so, again, what we're trying to do with the new Black Wall Street market, it's not just about renting space and taking a percentage of your product, that kind of stuff. It really is about how do we grow your business? How can we be a real solution? How can we introduce you to people that you would never be introduced to? How can we show you how to adapt to technology and start using e-commerce? Let's stop there for a second. Because I I just love when people hit on relationships and business. Because folks just do not know. Because you know how, as we grew up, you know, all these terms and all these type things was vague. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Business by relationship, but they don't break it down until you. They don't tell you. It's like, hey, I just started the print shop. Let me call five folks I know that's promoters and let them know, hey, I can produce all y'all stuff. And let me get these orders today. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and places like where you guys are and having that many entrepreneurs working there together more in like a family style, that's that is the type of relationships you're able to build. Yep. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Because, you know, oftentimes in our community, the dreams are delayed, right? Sometimes oh, yeah. we have to keep that corporate job until we can get out of it. So you wind up being 40 years old trying to start a business. And when I ask you about how to use Facebook and Instagram to advertise, you're like, well, I got a Facebook. So you're like, <laughs> I don't know to do it. <laughs> creating, and that's the whole premise that the Institute and that a lot of the work that my wife and I have been doing over the years, it's about ecosystem. It's about creating an environment where we all are kind of on the same thing, growth, uh, networking, but not networking just for the sake of being somewhere looking cool, okay. but really figuring out how do we solve problems. Uh, we've I just tell for when y'all see me out somewhere looking cool, I'm looking cool, but I'm getting money at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's that's what a lot of this movement is about. Uh, how do we provide the training that's real? Okay. How do we provide real results? You're right. Today, you can connect the dots and get real things done through your network, through your associations, through the moves that you make. And that's exactly what we try to teach as well at the New Black Wall Street market. Now, when, when you start talking about these different opportunities, having this opportunity to have that storefront and that space and, and, and this type of thing, how is it working out for these entrepreneurs as they're, they're starting to come into these new businesses for the first time for themselves? Yeah, it's it's been an awesome experience. I think about uh, like our first member at the New Black Wall Street uh, market. Her name is Trinity Ross, and uh, she's 19 years old. She has a, wow. a beauty bar and and soap line called Trinity's Organics. And when I look at her sales numbers, and I see where she was two years ago when she first came to our organization, and now with this market, I mean, she's doing you know five digits a weekend. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? And so you see Whoa. young people able to take it to that next level. They were just doing like a few hundred dollars a month. Now they're doing thousands in weekends. It, it, it warms your heart. And the other part that really is exciting uh, is that we are just at the tip of the iceberg. Oh, yeah. It's not really even just what we're going to do in a physical space. But when we unleash our e-commerce program and our system to introduce these entrepreneurs to the world, we're going to sell product all over this country, if not all over this world. So there's a lot more to come. There's a lot more meat on the bone with this market. Uh, and so I'm excited that we're here talking about it. I'm excited that you're kind of helping become a part of our community. Oh, yeah. Because uh, we're going to recruit you in, man. We need the number one <laughs> hey, business I'm show in. at the new Black Wall I Street am here, brother. Because <laughs> it, it, it is something amazing about, you know, it's, it's one thing when you start your business, you got your website, you get out there. But when you get out that house, man, and you actually go into your business every day and you walk in that office every day, it's a whole nother feeling. Yeah, that, that That pride of ownership is enough just to keep you going. Yeah. Now, I, I watch a lot of entrepreneurs. I'm like, y'all just stunting on them, man. Y'all, y'all showing them what y'all got. And it's exciting to see them grow. It's exciting to see them create that first uh, kind of landing place. Because so many oh, yeah. of them came out of the pandemic, and they were just kind of hustling online. Okay. And this gives them kind of that additional degree of credibility. Uh, and so we've seen 
And a lot of our entrepreneurs are, are seeing tremendous sales growth in terms of their sales, both online and in the physical store. And I think that's what's going to make this a real interesting solution for business development around the country uh, right. as we grow more of these centers around the country. Now, now, let's talk about the blackest Black Friday ever. I, I, I got to know more about this one now. We already know Black Black Friday is the biggest shopping holiday in the world, and we go give all our money to these big corporations. Exactly. Y'all know who y'all give it to. But we're going to make this the biggest, the biggest, the blackest right. Black Friday. Right, right. So what type of shopping opportunities do we have out there? Yeah, certainly. You know, I wish I had hooked up with you a little earlier. I wanted to get <laughs> Michael Bays. I know you probably could have found him for me, man. Oh, man. I was like, we need to be Michael Bays in black. <laughs> but but no, we want to celebrate the black culture. Okay. Uh, and so we will have things and displays and activities all day long that celebrate our blackness. All right. Uh, that's what really makes the new black Wall Street market feel like a special place. Like okay. when you come in, we got like uh, Michael Jackson, uh, you know. Uh, Marvin Gaye, we got the blackest black, you know, <laughs> folks in the world. Cardi B, when you get to the back, right? Okay. <laughs> but um, you know, so what's gonna be happening is we're gonna have all kind of activities. We're gonna have great shopping. Uh, we have a beautiful art gallery with okay. uh art from all over the world. Uh, we'll have about twenty of our vendors in Aaron's Gourmet Grocery Store. I got everything from Tony's Hot Mama hot sauce to Rapid Gourmet Quick Gumbos, uh, to Tia Moore. They have great teas. Uh, and we'll also have opportunities for you to, to visit our museum, the African okay. Textile Museum. We'll have about 20 different food vendors. We're going to feed you every which way possible. Wow. Uh, you'll have the opportunity if you want to get waxed, esthetician, <laughs> uh, curled. We got our, uh, some of our beauty stores open as well. Okay. Uh, in our bakery, we have some really dynamic bakers and confectionaries. So we got, we'll, we'll sugar you up. So we got all kind of great food entertainment for the whole family at the new Black Wall Street Market this Friday. Uh, which is Black Friday, and we'll be having the blackest Black Friday. Wow. Uh, and then ultimately, the substance of it is we really want to see how many of our businesses we can take into the black by encouraging folks to go on their websites, go to our Shopify's, and also purchase from these vendors. And so we'll have okay. over 70 different retail options as well. So we'll have wow. a lot going on. Yeah, uh, Black Friday, we make it the blackest Black be Friday. I will be in the house. All right. We're going to hold Whoever you to that now. me. And y'all better come with some money, too. Because <laughs> we ain't talking hookups no more. There we go. Now, uh, we, we we already at the, we, we at the blackest Black Friday ever. But we are on the precipice of 2022. So 2022 has got to be a big year for a lot of us, especially the black community, because we lost a lot through this pandemic. Man. Man. I'm talking about 50% of my businesses are gone. That's true. Like, seriously. So what is what do you guys have in work for 2022? Well, you know, for 2022, we want to make this a really a 360 experience for the Atlanta metro community. Uh, we want to have excellent entertainment. Okay. Uh, we want to make sure that we're having expos and educational uh, opportunities for folks to come out to the new Black Wall Street market. And you don't have to benefit from the market by just being in the market. But we want to make sure that you have access to the right kind of information, the okay. right kind of resources to really grow small businesses here in the Atlanta metro areas, kind of the examples in our initial footprint. Uh, and so. Eat good while we're out there, but we also are going to eat and we're going to learn entrepreneurship together. Okay. Uh, and we're going to have an environment to where you feel good and you can celebrate your blackness when you come out. So it's going to be very important uh, that we create experiences in 2022. And again, folks like you who are playmakers in the business space, in the community, 
we're gonna have you out there in our podcast oh, yeah. studios and let you do your thing, man, and and uh, com- continue to bring that good energy that we have in the black community together uh, for growth in our business community. Oh yeah, and, and I love the, the the fact that you said entertainment. One thing that I think a lot of folks miss in business uh, a lot is the fact the power of entertainment. It draws people to you, and everybody around you get the benefit from that. So the more entertainment you bring out, a lot of times folks that might not have came out and shop. They're going to come out to see this artist. They're going to come out to see this play or whatever. But all these other folks going to get the benefit around it. So I love that because I center a lot of stuff that we do, even in business, entrepreneurship, and that type of stuff around entertainment as well. So Yeah, and, and that's and the I great thing about being in Atlanta, man, is that we're unapologetically black. We don't have to apologize for our blackness. Ah, man, so we, we actually, we celebrate <laughs> our culture, man. And it's about celebrating culture and who we truly are. Oh, yeah. Hey, Amen. Now, if anybody want to support you guys, anybody want to want to come out and be a part, or anybody want to spend some money on, on Black Friday with you guys, how can they be a part of this 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 big event? Well, certainly, you know, you can come out, but anytime between ten thirty and eight on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday this weekend, and shop with us. I mean, that's the ultimate. Come out, shop with us, get an item. We have great vendors who curated really great products. Uh, on the food side, the retail side, on the beauty and health side. So that's the first thing you can do. Come out and just buy some stuff, right? Secondly, if you are interested in becoming a part of this ecosystem, while we are sold out 100% of our inline suites, there's still opportunities for you to become members, to participate in our virtual programs, our consignment program. I'm going to be doing an all-call to entrepreneurs who have products that go in grocery stores, natural pharmacies, or gift shops. That's going to be our next opportunity for folks to get involved. And you can go to www.newblackwallstreetmarket.com. Again, it's www.newblackwallstreetmarket.com. And you can learn more about how to become a part of the New Black Wall Street Market with us. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you are listening to Mr. Black Wall Street. So, man, I got to get you to stay over uh, over the break for me, man. You gonna say you gonna hang around in the studio with us? Man, I'm I'm hanging with you. you as All long right. as you kick me out, I'm gonna be here. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. At Align for Life, we work with attorneys across the entire metro area. We are a portal of entry provider, meaning we can ensure your client is triaged accordingly and coordinate all aspects of your client's chiropractic and medical care from start to finish, including referrals to medical doctors, specialists, and imaging. This is Dr. Fowler. Your injury clients deserve the best transportation, extended hours, and compliance monitoring. We understand your needs. Refer your injury and accident victims right now by calling us at 404-383-1110 or visit us at yourfinespine.com. Transportation is provided via Uber and we are open late so your clients can come in after work. Auto accidents, wellness care, slip and fall. We take care of it all. And now an important message from Jerry Rice. As a career-wide receiver, I've been hit hard. But no training nor practice prepared us for the devastation of COVID-19. Thankfully, there is hope. Even with multiple vaccines available, we still have to work together until everyone is safe. We all win when we unite to prevent. For more information, visit unite2prevent.org. 
There's a lot going on in the world, and your world is always changing. That's why it's important to stay connected. The latest news, the latest entertainment, the newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand, wherever you are, with the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Over 1,500 live radio stations from across the country, and over 15 million songs to create your own custom stations. Text IHR to 45495 to download the app or listen at iHeartRadio.com. Standard text and data rates apply. This is Felicia Moore, our candidate for Atlanta mayor, and you're listening to the number one business show. And we are back right here on the number one radio business show. I'm your host, KC Pride. And in studio with me, y'all didn't call, y'all didn't yell, y'all didn't Facebook me, y'all didn't Instagram, Abdul still text me. But they are in studio with me today. They are the Wicker Twins, Miss Yanni and Soleil. I just want to make sure I got it right. <laughs> Hello. I am so excited to have you guys in studio with us. Now, now you fine. Just talk directly into the mic. All right. But tell us a little bit uh, about the Wicker Twins and tell us all about what you girls are doing. I know, but I want the audience to know. So I'm going to let y'all tell it yourself. Well, we are 16-year-old influencers. We basically do everything. everything. All right. <laughs> YouTube, we make YouTube, music, we, make music yeah. we act, we do everything. We do everything. All right. Now, y'all also got some uh, new content that y'all are putting out over on uh, Experience on Demand Network, yeah. too, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Now, tell me about the show that you guys are, are, are producing right now. Okay, so we have, the show is called The Yeah Show, and it's basically just like an insider into our life. Okay. Um, Yanni, the Yanni Ancelay show, you know, we played off that, but um, <laughs> it's just the insider into our life. Um, a lot of our supporters want to know what we do outside of Instagram, outside of the TikTok, so I think we just like, hey, we need to, you know, show take them, them with us. <laughs> now, what is it like being an Instagram influencer? Um, or uh, and a TikTok influence. Excuse me. I want to. I want to mess it up. YouTube, <laughs> we've been doing this for like since we were like thirteen. I can say, and it kind of took off really when we were like fourteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. We was homeschool when we was in seventh grade, so that was like thirteen. Um, this yeah, is we like just our love life. it. This like, is our whole life. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. It has been for a while. So, what, what what's the typical day of an influence? Like, do you really have to get up and think about what you're gonna post every day, or is this you got it? I'm I'm organic. Whatever I do is just go. Um, I mean, in the beginning, it was more of like a structure, like get up, make dance videos, post here and there um, this amount of time each day. But now it's really just up to us since we already have the following now. Now it's just putting out content just to keep everybody updated. So um, a normal day will be just us waking up, getting schoolwork done because we still are homeschooled. (laughs) Um, And that's very important to us. But. And then just making videos. Just really, I think just really posting content on all of our, like, yeah. reaching out to all of our fans. You know, we have our separate pages. Mm-hmm. We have our YouTube. We have our separate YouTube. So okay. just, like, yeah. getting content to all of those. Wow. Now, when you go to school, are you guys just, just bombarded? Like, when you go to, like, school events and this time, I know mm-hmm. you say you homeschool, but when right. you go to, like, school events, I know y'all got friends that go to school. Yeah. yeah. All right. So do y'all get just kind of bombarded by kids and this type of thing? That's, like, yes. honestly, I don't want to sound any type of way, but that's, like, everywhere we go. Like, wow. the mall, the gas station. We right. just sat yesterday with the Family Dollar, and it was, like, supporters in the Family Dollar, like, just looking, like, looking yeah. at a shop. That, but that's got to feel amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is. To know, like. People really look up to us. See, yeah. I got to start talking for somebody to realize who I am. <laughs> but no, that, that has got to be amazing. Now, how do you stay focused in school with all this other type of stuff going on with Instagram 
and all the stuff going on in TikTok because it's, it's so easy to get wrapped up. Yeah, because right. my daughter stay on. Okay, <laughs> I just had to fight about some homework. So how do you guys stay focused on that on that schoolwork? I'm definitely our mom. She do not play. <laughs> she look like she don't. <laughs> she don't play when it comes to schoolwork. But I can't say it is kind of. You know, what we do is kind of distract because it's fun. Of okay. course, we're kids. We want to we want to do the fun stuff. We want to make dance videos instead of doing okay. our homework. But in the long run, education is key. So, oh, yeah. You know. Now, yeah. now, what do you see as the future? Like, do you enjoy content creation? Um, We want to expand since we already have that down. Like, we already have yeah. the, <laughs> the social media web down. We want to okay. explore more into our music side and our acting side. Yeah, okay. we, we're in acting classes. We um, actually... um. Just recording a Christmas song is dropping on Thanksgiving, so no, stay wow. tuned, stay for, tuned that. for that. But Y'all bring the track with you. <laughs> Y'all supposed to bring the track. No, we ain't got the track. <laughs> Still being worked on. All right. Uh, so we we dropping new albums mm-hmm. now. Which one? So hold on, what are we doing? We rapping? We sing? Oh, we, we dance? This what? Christmas song is a singing song, but our previous songs have been rapping songs. We do both though. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Now, what's our rap about? Just, just our lifestyle, like our lifestyle, like not it's not too it's not over the top, but it's right. just like I know it ain't over the top, so mom's standing yeah. around <laughs> stuff that the kids can relate to and really yeah. sing along to and yeah. Okay. So what what type of things are our kids into these days uh around this 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 whole 14 year old Instagram market and this um, TikTok, TikTok market? Um definitely what it's just it'd be like a new new Trend, something like, like every, every week. Okay, like, I would say um definitely. I feel like okay, Instagram has this thing, but TikTok is like really, really booming right now. Oh, like yeah. you could so. you could post a song on TikTok and you blow up. You're you're famous just after that one song on TikTok. Wow. So right. I over like a ten second clip. Of yeah. somebody dancing. So, so yeah. the trends are definitely coming from TikTok. Wow. For sure. Now when 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 we started talking about these trends, because uh, a while back I don't know if you remember this. But a while back, you know, y'all was y'all. They had these different challenges going on. Mm-hmm. Kids eating Tide Pods and all this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't do that type of craziness no more, do we? No, no, <laughs> no not that level of crazy. More like videos what was happening with that era. Yeah, I don't know why they was eating Tide right. Pods because trust me, it ain't safe. Yeah, I don't know. So do y'all do challenges, or is it is is it you just put out the new the, the new hot dances, or it's, it's both? Like, it's all yeah. we just try to stay on top of. The, the trends because that's really how you move through this whole social media thing is staying really on staying on top of the trends listening oh, yeah. to the new songs all that so so what's the hot new songs out now uh probably you know little baby you know he always gonna be hot <laughs> they love the baby he always gonna be hot but okay. um the new Carla Ray songs um little dark is really popping it's right. just like tiktok will right. blow a song just... up for real really yeah now when when you guys are you you're doing your TikTok, you're doing your Instagram. Now you guys are actually this is a business for you guys, right? Yes. So are you already working with big corporate brands and, and doing different things with them? Yes, we Definitely. always get toy brands. Um we've done a few stuff with Zuru, which Nickelodeon. is uh, Nickelodeon. We've worked with a Pen bunch Oxo. of so yeah, big brand, big brand. Now, now, what was uh, that experience like to work with somebody like Nickelodeon? Because I'm pretty sure y'all grew up watching that big England, like, right? When we were younger, we all, all we, we used to do is sit up and watch TV. Yeah, like, Just <laughs> all we do is used to watch Nickelodeon, so when they, Disney Channel. When they reached out to us, we were like, "Hold on, like, is like, this real?" Is this real? <laughs> we actually had to 
proof check the email to make sure yeah. that it was actually them and not like do. a scam because we get a lot of spam emails yeah. and stuff but right. it was actually them and we had an amazing experience with that yeah. wow now is that is that something that you actually went after or is that something that just kind of came to you guys no, no like, they emailed us wow. we didn't even know like a company that big was looking at looking our pages at and stuff yeah. that is amazing now, now, tell me this. Is this something that you guys were a little bit more intentional of saying, hey, I want to be this influencer? Or is this just something you guys enjoy doing and it just kind of grew like wildfire for you? So when we started, we were about 12-ish. and That was so um, long ago. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we actually had trouble with, like, bullying in school in sixth wow. grade. So we got home It's cool, y'all. Hold on, huh? Yeah, it was just, it was just, was just a lot. Just, okay, just we're short. <laughs> So, so no, everybody used to be picking on us. us. We looked sure. like we were in third grade and sixth grade. So yeah. that was okay. a problem. <laughs> so, um, but we actually got homeschooled before all of this started. We were strictly homeschooled just because of the bullying stuff. We always knew we wanted to do something. And with being homeschooled, it allowed us to do that. But we did not. Oh, Instagram, we're going to dance and we're right. going to blow up. No, because we used to do... Um, before all of this, we used to, you know, runway modeling. We used to do spoken wow. word pieces at church. So mm -hmm. we've always like, but we never thought it would be the social media. I was just born to be in the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually, we were just at home bored and would make dance videos, put our phones up in our bedrooms and mm -hmm. in, a, in a crazy place in the bathroom, and just make dance videos wherever we went. And we would start posting them, and it started off slow, and yeah. then we just started but gaining think, like crazy i think we had an advantage because it wasn't that many twins like i was yeah. gonna say y'all twins right <laughs> like it wasn't like who are these twins so i think yeah now when when um what is it like being twins and, and both you guys being y'all fight with each other who, who the most popular do y'all no on instagram well our aspect of it is you yeah. can't know one of us without knowing, knowing the, the other. other. Like okay. you have to know both of us. So on Instagram, Yanni. Okay, we have our group page. Okay, everybody right. knows this is that group page is one point nine million followers. Right. Wow. Yanni, I has, have a separate page which has one point nine million followers, and I have a separate page that has one point six. But it's like then, but on my TikTok, I have more than her on TikTok. Right. Okay. So it's like so we kind of right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <you are. laughs> I ain't gonna start no beef between y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but that that is so amazing. So when you are out here, when you start working with these brands now, because a lot of folks are interested in being an influencer, are there certain rules that you have to go by? Do they give you certain guidelines? Do they say, all right, this is what we want you to promote, and this is exactly what I want you to do, or yes. do they give you any type yeah. of? Yeah, they do give kind of leeway with how you want to express yourself in the videos. Maybe they ask for a TikTok or YouTube video. You get to control like the creative side, but okay. they definitely give guidelines of what you can say, what you can't, can't say, say and when to post. Deadlines are very important. Like yeah. you have to meet the deadlines, but they make it fun. So Okay. Yeah. Now what are some other brands if if y'all can, y'all ain't got to tell tell if you if you don't want to, but did you on radio? <laughs> what some other brands you guys have worked with? Um, ooh, we've worked with um, Vita, the editing app. We use that for all of our editing. Right. Panoxel. Um, right. You know, One of our favorite ones is we got to work with many brands. And not, not a lot of people know what they are, but they're just like mini collectibles. Yeah. Basically miniature size, everything you can find in Walmart. Right. Wow. And when we were younger, we actually used to go to Walmart and be like, oh, I want these so bad. But we couldn't get them. Like, we no, hold on. It's a little looking thing. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. And we couldn't right. get them. So, yeah, I know about toys too, <laughs> so when they reached out, we were like, this is like this is our crazy. childhood is happy like wow. we're happy because we're happy. we used to look at these in the store like these are so cool and we want these and we want these and then they sent us 
three boxes of them. Oh, just, just they were just so wow. many of so them. So many of them. So we were so y'all just get that. free toys and stuff all the time. <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> so so if anybody wants to support you guys or some uh they want to start watching the show, they want to start following, or they just want to send you guys a shout out, how can folks follow you guys on social media? All of our social media except for our TikTok is the Worker Twins with the Z. So T T H E T W I N T H E W I C K E R T W I N Z. And then on TikTok is the Worker Twins one. And then we have our separate page, but you can find that within our group page. Yeah. And stuff. Okay. So what's that got coming up for Christmas? Definitely our Christmas song. That's yeah. what we're really pushing in. Um, doing a few tour drives and stuff, just giving back because yeah. we love our community. Yeah. That's beautiful. Now, what what are some of the things that you guys do to give back? Um, we like okay. First of all, we do. Um, this started off when we was doing the Stop the Bullying School Tours with Twin Sport TV. Okay, they're another set of twins, and of course, we was experienced bullying, so we would go down. We went to so many schools, so you know, just schools. talking about, you know, hey, this is bullying is not okay. It can lead to this. It can lead to that. Um, just, just like sharing our experience, just sharing our experience, and within. Within those um, different events and stuff, we will always do toy drives and, um, you know, giving out turkeys and stuff around this time of year. So yeah. now, now, what does bullying look like in 2021? Because I know it's a, it is a very, very serious issue. And a lot of kids, it, unfortunately, they don't even get a chance to get away from it. Back when I was, you know, going to school, I'm old as dust compared <laughs> to y'all. But when I was going to school, you know, you left school, you got beat up. At least it didn't go home with you. But now it's like they're going to keep on. They're going to keep on. Yeah. So what is that like now? I think it's like social, it has a lot to do with social media because when we was going to school, I'm not saying like this was just so long ago, right. but when we was going to school, it was people more in wasn't person. really on. Yeah. It was more we in didn't person. really, we weren't, when we were in school, we weren't on Instagram. Instagram. Like right. We okay. had like maybe like a hundred something followers. followers. Right. We weren't, I nobody think on social media. Social media plays a big role because these people can text you on Instagram, keep texting, make this page, make that page. Right. And then also, all behind the screen. Yeah. Also, it's like you have to, being an influencer, I realized that other influencers, I can see where it makes the supporters feel like you have to maintain, like you have to be this, like you have to grow up to be this, you have to get money before this age, like it's all kind of like unrealistic. Just wow, be, okay. and that's what me and Yanni like yeah. try to tell our supporters, just be you. You don't got to have a mansion by the time you 18, you don't got to, this is not, right. just, just do what you life. love and right. I promise you it's going to pay off. Wow. <laughs> That's 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 beautiful, and it, and it's so y'all are so wise to be so young. I guess because both y'all, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but no, and, and I just love the fact of what you guys said about bullying because it is it is so sad that folks feel the need to pick on folks like that. Right. Right. We. Oh man. Now now, what is that? Real quickly before you get out of here, what does it feel like when folks start doing that stuff in your comments and stuff like that? Oh, actually, really? we've gotten to the point we don't really read our oh. our mom is the comment police she gonna, oh, I know. She be and going, she will block oh. anybody and tell them to get off the page, page recording them she gonna do that know, um, we right. have I'm our instagram we have our instagram where most of the um positive comments are at the top oh, yeah so we don't even scroll all the way down to the bad comments okay. but yeah. it's sometimes we are checking our dms and they'll say things they'll say this and that but we don't really let that get to us because yeah. that's I think not what got us here over the time we have um like trained ourselves just to have like a a stronger mind than that because in this industry people are going to say what they want to yeah, say you, have you can't stop them but that. you have to you know just block that out we yeah, have each other so, so right amen <laughs> once again if anybody wants to support y'all they want to follow y'all on social media so y'all can get them last two out because your mama done told you <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody wants to support you guys how can they follow you guys 
You can follow us on all social media platforms at the Wicker Twins with the Z. All right. Uh, we'll, we are right here on the No More Ready Business Show. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Hi, this is Dr. Williams with the Align for Life Wellness. I want to invite you to our new office at 1800 Jonesboro Road in Atlanta. Come in for a consultation, examination, therapy, and x-ray, all for just $100. What? Yes, $100. This offer expires soon, so call us to schedule at 404-383-1110 or find us on the web at www.yourfinespine.com. If you want to be fine, take care of your spine. We're open late. The holidays will be different this year. Many of us will be hosting loneliness, financial fears, stress, and anxiety. So when you're planning your holiday to-do list, here's something that all ages can enjoy. Better mental health. It starts by being realistic with your time and money. It's okay to say no. Eat healthy food, cut back on alcohol and smoking, and start exercising. Create an emotional support team and stay in touch with each other by phone, social media, or video. Keep those numbers handy. And if you see someone else struggling, reach out. We'll all feel sad about our mistraditions and family this year. But if it's interfering with your work and your personal life, seek help. Talk to your doctor or to a mental health professional. If you're in a crisis, call 800-273-TALK or text TALK to 741-741. This station is part of the Beasley Best Community of Caring. You can find other holiday mental health tips and resources at our website. Have you been looking for a radio station that gives you sports? I don't believe it! It's a touchdown! Entertainment? Are you not entertained? And other special interest talk shows? Well, isn't that special? All on one app? Yo, that's dope. What app is that? It's the real 1100 AM app for WWE. Grab it for free in your Google Play or Apple App Store today. Hi, this is Lynn Gibson, and you're rocking with KC Pride, the number one business show. Gentlemen, we are back right here on the number one way to business show. I am your host, KC Pride, single-handedly bringing back light-skinned men all over the nation. Lord, have mercy. Y'all had the 80s and the 90s, man. You can't come <laughs> back. Y'all had that already. Bro, I'm bringing it back. It's, it, it's me, Drake, and Rick Fox. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Uh, joining me to the program, her name, she is all the way from New Jersey. She is on the line with us. Her name is Judge Tequasi Siku. Uh, Judge T, are you there with us today? I, I am. I am a chocolate girl from the East Coast in the house today. Hey, Amen. <laughs> Did I get it right? Tequasi, yesterday, Siku. All right. <laughs> How are we doing today? I am well, my brothers. How are you? Oh, we doing wonderful. I'm sitting here with the the, the founder. I mean, not the founder, but but Mr. Black Wall Street himself. I don't want to make him the founder. Up in no, here. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't take anybody else's job. I'm the director of the new Black Wall Street market. This is Matt Hampton. <laughs> but I, I, I've been I've been listening. I've been listening. Well, I am glad to uh, be sharing space with you, uh, Black Kings, today. <laughs> now, uh, I, I definitely want to have you on the program because I know uh, me and you had a couple conversations about this this cow Rittenhouse uh uh case that's going on and a lot of things that's being saying could you first of all uh judge break down a little bit 
for us about this Cal Rittenhouse case and what's a little bit special about it? Well, let's first understand that case has nothing to do with Kyle Rittenhouse. The case has to do with continuing the white racist movement that is going on right now in the United States. Cal Rittenhouse had uh, $10 million worth of law, uh, of the law team. One of the lawyers for Kyle Rittenhouse represented O.J. Simpson. His mom ain't got that kind of money. So the NRA paid for that legal system, uh, that, that, that legal team, just like they have these on that, that powerhouse team over there for the George Floyd cases. Whenever they want a case to go, whatever they want it to go, they will pick lawyers from wherever they need to pull them from, and the right people just needs to be able to finance them. And then all you need is a judge that has been doing, he's an elected judge, so everything he did, everybody was saying, oh, well, how can he do this? He's an elected judge. Every year, the man didn't, don't even have anybody to oppose him because he does exactly that what the Southerners, where he is from, has indicated that they should do. Mm. I have been a lawyer for over 30 years. I've been, uh, I was a public defender, one of the first public defenders to go to the Superior Court. I've never in my life seen a judge interject himself in a case the way this man did. This is the one, in a typical uh, case, the reason why we always say a person is innocent until proven guilty, because they already know that when you, as soon as people come into the courtroom, they wonder, oh, what did he do? Nobody ever goes in the courtroom and says, oh, what is he accused of? But you know, the you, whole made, you, 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 you is, made a very, you, you made a very, very interesting point about the NRA, because I, I can just see this boy becoming a poster child for the NRA, for real. I can see his face oh. all over a poster with that little stupid hat on so he can walk around with his little rifle and all that type of stuff. Seriously. Oh, no. They've already offered him internships in, in D.C. and he didn't even finish high school. Oh, my goodness. Oh my God. No, no. You're, what, you, what, you, what you guys are, what you're seeing has nothing to do with Kyle Rittenhouse. You wonder why we have these white supremacist organizations? Because they have access to Confederate covenants. If you know what a covenant is, um, and and, I, and, I, and I'm going to say one quick thing that is very important. If you're going to say Kyle Rittenhouse case makes any sense, then everybody who went on the lawn on January 6th should all been killed by the National Guard. Ooh. Okay? If, if you're saying the judge had said, the judge put in his order that the, that the, uh, the prosecutors could not refrain to, could not refer to the two dead people as, uh, as victims. Whoever heard of that? He said you can only refer to them by criminal names, looter or rioter. Wow. Keeping in the NRA say a good man with a gun must be used against a bad man with a gun. The judge summarily, not even at the request of his counsel, indicated to the prosecutor that the two dead people, you can't call them by name. You can only call them a looter or rioter when there's no proof that any one of them did anything whatsoever. How is so it the one man that did have a gun... <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse blew his shoulder off. He's living, but half his shoulder was blown off. He had a gun. He was told, there's a guy shooting. There's a guy shooting. So when he comes towards him, Kyle's on the ground. You see the guy with the, with the skateboard. That's the one he killed. He shot this man and blew his man's shoulder off. So the court already, from the beginning of the case, told the jury that the two dead people were criminals. Mm. They came up with, the, with the, based on the, on the judge's instruction. Convicted and everything. They, wow. And so, but if you take that scenario and, and take that scenario and put it in Washington, D.C., this is one thing I was telling you when we were talking earlier. It depends on where you are, what's the popularity of the politics at the moment, and who is it that is 
financing your position. Oh, yeah. The NRA is financing this gun position. You and I know that that, that, that the Second Amendment right to bear arms, if that was truly a right, we'd have never been enslaved because we'd been shooting back. <laughs> it, it makes no sense. But you have covenants that still exist in Georgia where you guys live. You know there's a covenant against sodomy. That means you can't even go home and, and have anal sex with your wife. You can't even have fellatio. It is on your covenant books in Georgia. It is against the law. Who has access to covenant? These white Whoa. supremacist organizations, like the Ku Klux Klan, the, the Proud Boys, the Three Percenters, and more importantly, the Oath Keepers. Mm-hmm. Those are your white supremacists that I keep saying, let's not call them supreme, that are in your military, your police departments, your fire departments, and heads of your congresses and your state, and, uh, state representatives. Mm-hmm. They have these covenants that were written back before you were even born that says property, for instance. You wonder why you don't live in certain neighborhoods? There's property that on that property, the covenant says, and I'm going to read this one exactly, there shall be a term uh, that no occupancy of any person other than a Caucasian, it has been intended to restrict the usage of said property for any period of time for any Negroid or Mongoloid. I keep telling people, like the three types of people, Negroids, Mongoloids, and Caucasoids. So they're saying no one can live there that is Negroid or Mongoloid. means the only people that can ever live in this house is a cockatoid, wow. which is a white person. Oh you have, these kinds of covenants you are in the secret society meetings of these white supremacist groups because a covenant is like a marriage. You could say in 1948 that uh, the Supreme Court said, well, this covenant, we're not going to file it anymore. But you didn't change it. years later talking about Roe versus Wade. You just well, said we weren't going to do it anymore. But sure enough, all you need is more people on that other side, more than on the, the, on the position on the opposite side. That, oh, you know what? I think we're going to change that again. So so this day and age, what are some things that we can actually start to do to start to combat some of this type of stuff? Because there is a lot of hidden stuff out there and there's a lot of hidden racism. And I, and I, I can't <laughs> attest you know, to it, you know, something I hadn't seen. But uh, I, I do know that there is a lot of, of hidden stuff out there, but what are what are some of those things that we can do to kind of start and start to combat and uh, organize? Well, that's why we're going through this whole argument of critical race theory that is not really an argument. Okay. And because see, this is in their in their books again. One of the most essential covenants that uh, the caucusoids in this country use was written by a man named Thomas Cobb. He said he believed that racially based slavery was a prerequisite for true Republican equality because only in which a system we are white equals in status, regardless of your wealth, property, or station in life. Meaning, as if you're white, you're above Negroes. Thus, according to Cobb, racially based slavery allows all white citizens of this nation to impede upon the freedom thereof because of their mother's white milk. I'm not even putting this in my own words. The, uh, he says, the view of world slavery was not an evil, but a positive good that preserved uh, the American liberty and without freedom, without slavery, freedom in America will always be threatened of white people. 
That now, is in the books that they read in their churches, in their organizations, in their white supremacist groups. And it is a covenant like a marriage until it is legally taken away to them. It is still in existence and they're not going to teach their kids anything but what they would re- what they read. And this is the kind of nonsense that they read in their in their little quiet organization. Now, That's now, why as a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha, when we bring in people of other races, I always want to know, and I have stories who, who, have, who disagree, do they know that our organizations were founded for and by Black people to better become Black community? Now, let because me, let me also add another voice in this. Let me, let me get Matt to, to speak on this. Okay, uh, Speaking with uh, Black Wall Street. <laughs> no, definitely, uh, because I, I think it's so, so poignant uh, with him being here today and, and having his voice in this conversation as well. Uh, is this some of this type of stuff that you guys have kind of run in, into with doing such a big project out there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, it's amazing that you said that because I'm going to tell you, having the title New Black Wall Street, there have been instances where we have paid vendors uh, who are a little bit outside, let's say, the Atlanta metro area. Okay. Uh, and when they got the invoice that said New Black Wall Street market with our money, they would cancel on us. Whoa. So we started learning to do NBWSM with some vendors. So, you know, I think that the reality of what we're speaking to here is that, you know, racism is alive and well in this country. Oh, yeah. Uh, and as our founder would oftentimes say, now that's the beginning and the end of that conversation, because although it's alive in this country, what are we doing to combat it? What are we doing Amen. to fight it? And if you listen to what the judge says, ultimately, this thing is fueled by somebody that has an economic and financial interest in propagating and promoting white supremacy. Amen. So I think one of the solutions that we've got to look at, you know, I'm here, so you asked me to talk. <laughs> All roads lead back to entrepreneurship. It's about us creating entrepreneurs who have the scale, the ability to have political and economic influence in this country. And oh, yeah. you do that by investing in kids like the Wicker Twins and teaching them e-commerce early and letting them become the big, powerful entrepreneurs that have the ability to, to, we're in a capitalist system. Oh, yes. And as a capitalist system, you got to have the capital in order to be in control. Our founder oftentimes says, he who has the goal makes the rules. That's true. And that's what we're dealing with. The people with the goals are making the rules and they're getting their kids off scot-free for straight up killing folks. And so we have to look at how do we make this system work better for our families and our children, our kids. And everything boils down to economics. Every war, every battle in this country, in this world, it boils down to economics and we've got to become better students of economics within our community. And we've got to become the controllers of more economic resources. We got to own more stuff in this country. Oh yes. And if you think you're finna take the NRA down without some money, brother, (laughs) go ahead, Uh, uh, Judd. Did you hear the one line I told you that's in their covenant? It says, regardless of their wealth, property or station in life. Wow. They are above the Negro. So while we're talking about property, my daughter is, is, is about to graduate as an aerospace engineer mm. and already got to grad school and I ain't even got the bill from undergrad. Whew. So to us, when I went to law school, that was a big deal in my family in, in 1980. But right now, man, I, I was on my way to Georgia and I said, well, damn, I'll fly to Fulton County. If I drive in the wrong direction, uh, anybody don't, don't care about me being a judge. Nobody going to care about how many degrees I have because they got a covenant that says that they're better than me, even if they pull white trash. Mm. And oh. I'm not saying that everybody falls in the trash category, but if you stink, 
and you smell a little ratchet, it's pretty probably trash. <laughs> now, what what moving she forward? Read. It's twenty twenty one. Have we seen progress, or is it just better hit? I think we. The, I've been watching people on TikTok, and I want you guys to be very very weird. TikTok is run by the, the Chinese, so they they base what you can say, what you can't say. Okay. And what they what they do. I've seen a lot of white people, and I'm not a broad Russian. Anybody, we got too many. We have, first of all, you can never be a white country because everybody didn't dip his chocolate and been in everybody's milk. <laughs> all right. But white people need to come out and stop having conversations on TikTok. Go to your school boards. Go to your council meetings. And let, and be backed by black folks. Like, who is Vernon Jones down there going to run on the Republican ticket? That was the other thing I wanted to ask you guys. Because it's people like that who are all spooks by the door, who have been respected in the community, even with Herschel Walker. You've been respected as a Southern, you know, but you can, last year y'all about to go crazy over Bill Cosby. This year you won't put up Herschel Walker. Yes, he's a black man. Yes, he's respected. But we can't have our cake and eat it too because white folks will use everything they can against. They hated O.J. Simpson, but when they needed an O.J. Simpson kind of lawyer, they went over and got O.J. Simpson's lawyer to represent Kyle Rittenhouse. Mm. So they can decide on any given day how much you, how much of your Wall Street gets outside of Fulton County. Well, that's true. Well, just I, and so uh, that's my thing. If, if we can't, if they can read the conversation that they're fighting like hell against, if we don't have that in public, we can't be having private conversations in, in the church because black churches stop talking. I don't know what happened to them. Black church is no longer doing what the black, that used to be your place of refuge. I, I, y'all got too many churches in Texas that ain't saying the deadly that. Well, see, my, my, my producer about to cut us off. Uh, I, I, thank you so much for joining us. If you want, if anybody uh, wants to support you, anybody wants to, to kind of get behind what you guys are doing, uh, can you please give us some uh, information somebody can uh, reach out to you? I'm very easy to, because it goes to my name, uh, Judge uh, Turquoise Sekou, but you can, it's Judge Sekou. 2012 at gmail.com is my email on a judge T on uh, Instagram. And by my middle name is hard is Y E J I D E J J D. Say cool. I don't, that's because my Facebook is not for everybody. So just come and look at me. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook. All right. Judge T, thank you so much for joining us. We would definitely have to have you on the program again to finish this conversation. Ladies. Thank you so it, much. It's so a pleasure to be with you guys. All right. Hey, it's been a hell of a Monday. <laughs> It is the number one rated business show. <laughs> and we will be back uh, Wednesday at 3 p.m. We'll see you Wednesday. Junior Radio. Tune in.